What is up, Jets fans, and welcome back to yet another edition of the Jet Stream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. My name is Jesse Finver, and with me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, Connor Sharon. Connor, how we doing? I really, I really just, I, I, I'm so honored that you say that. I, I, I get to feel like I lived up, live up to that title that you throw at me. Every time we record, you do. So you know, you just keep on doing what you're doing, and we'll be, we're good to go. You know. I love good it. Good to go. I love now, it. I, I can't. I come off as very cheery starting each you episode. Do. That does but not mean that I am a cheery. I am feeling cheery. <laughs> I, I am, in fact, not feeling very cheery, Connor. Why is um, that, Jesse? Why is that? Yeah. Thank you for asking. <laughs> thank you for asking. Our quarterback is 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 hurt. That that's why I'm not so cheery. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson, as everybody listening knows. Torres meniscus is out three to six weeks. It happened after Max Mitchell, our rookie offensive lineman, missed a block. Wilson rolls out. Makes a honestly like he looked great on the play until Mm -hmm. he decided not to run out of bounds. And he did what young quarterbacks do. And he tried to do too much and made a cut dove. And it it looked a whole lot like Carson Wentz's uh, torn ACL Went back yeah. in with the Eagles, where he just dove, and you're like, "How did he tear his ACL there?" Oh, non-contact. All right, I'm gonna go bury my head in the sand and scream as loud as I can. I mean, you hear um, contact. You not even here. Just see, I saw it. I I was watching on my phone at a bar because they didn't, weren't playing the game because I mean it's Jets preseason, you know, and <laughs> I saw it, and my night was ruined. <laughs> I, mean, I, felt, I felt terrible. I was out with some friends. My girlfriend won that game on Friday night. Yeah, my entire night would have been ruined, you know? But it's like one of those like gradual, like, it felt like death by a thousand paper cuts scenario. Because it was yeah. like, you're watching this play out. They showed the replay like 10,000 times. You see Wilson walking off the field with the trainers. So you're like, oh, okay. So but maybe it's not that bad. But then you remember an ACL tear. Guys can still walk off on their own. Right. Like, Everyone kept saying that the Clay Thompson, when he tore his ACL, that he was back in the locker room, like he was like dancing and stuff. So he was, you know, it's entirely possible for these sorts of things to mask themselves as, you know, the person's okay. Obviously, right. in Wilson's case, he was not. I am no doctor, as you all know. Here am I. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it, at first, I, yeah, at first thought was ACL. Even uh, f- pro football doc was like, yeah, that's probably an ACL. First of well, all, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like watching the same clip everyone on the planet is. And he's like, yup, that's an ACL. Like, yeah. uh, what? You know what? He probably, he, I, I think that he has a pretty high hit rate. He does. Um, he does. But, but, but also like, you know, I don't want to hear from him. No. Like <laughs> when it's my guy that's hurt, you know, <laughs> like, don't be giving me bad news. So who do you think you are? Huh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear from the trainers. Right, right, right. So, like, um, he was in a lot of pain, it looked like. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't able to walk normally. Like, you can walk kind of normally, like, without a limp. With a he, like, got up for a second and then fell over, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, he, yeah, and like, he, like, was walking, and then, like, he kind of just, like, couldn't walk. So, yeah. maybe we should have known that it wasn't an ACL, but also, like, we're fans. We're going to think we're going to assume the worst. Exactly. Um so yeah, he goes down. Um, he like did like a little cut and went down, or he, then he got back up and then he, he was limping, went back down, as you all know. Um, 
we got great news today. Today is Tuesday, August 16th. Um, so surgery was successful. It was only a torn meniscus, which means that he's honestly in play for week one, which brings me to the first thing I want to talk about today. How quickly do we want him back? Because knee injuries, this is his second knee injury in his second same, season. The same knee. Same knee. How quickly do we want him back? Do we want him, like, do we be like, fuck it, like, I want him back week one? Or do we, do we want him to stay, stay on the mend, heal up, make sure that he's 100%? Um, you know, I mean, this is the NFL. The only time you're 100%, as Dan Campbell said in Hard Knocks last week, which, by the way, it's on tonight. I can't wait to watch. Um, he said the only time you're 100% is right now, when you're sitting in this meeting room right now. And this is like the first meeting they had of the season, the Lions. <laughs> and he's right. He's 100% right. This is like the most, this is easily the most physical sport out of all the major sports in this country, out of all the major sports in the world, probably. Maybe not rugby. I don't know, but that's not the point. You know, <laughs> um, that's not the point. The point is, do, like, how quick, like, do we want Zach? rushing back to make sure that he's playing week one and we have our, our young quarterback getting as many reps as possible? Or do we, do we not do that? Do we, do we wait and make sure that he is ramped up properly? And, I mean, it, the way I'm describing it, it sounds like the answer is obvious. Yeah. But I want to know what you think. Yeah, I mean, I see no reason to rush him back. The only thing that is going to be tough is, and it, it only, you know, gives further, uh, sort of evidence as to why he shouldn't come back. Because even if he is healthy enough to play week one, that means he's probably coming back with, I don't know what, like a week of practice maybe right to rush right. back into week one. And we saw on uh, Friday night, he had a whole summer of, you know, practice and training camp. He still looked pretty rusty, you know? So I can't imagine that if they put him out there against the Ravens that the Jets would have a whole lot of success. He's coming off an injury. He's got to get back into the swing of things. I can't imagine that the Jets would have a good time, you know, running the offense if he's the one out there week one, just from an injury and from a complete game strategy point. Flacco, by all accounts, has been crushing it. He had mm-hmm. a, an amazing practice today, apparently. Yeah, it was like 14 uh, or 17. He was yeah, throwing dimes well, in the red zone constantly. Yeah. yeah. So apparently he had great practice today. If he keeps that up uh, – let him go out against his former team. Let him go out in the, the team that he's uh, – this isn't what I want to debate today, but the team he would, you know, whose jersey would get thrown up there should he enter the Hall of Fame, Joe Flacco. Uh, I know. It's a debate for another day. Yeah, it's not a debate. That ain't happening. Sorry. Ha- I mean, well, who said, mm. it said it the other day that he thinks too many players are making the, the Hall of Fame these days, mm-hmm. which I agree with. All right. Yeah. It's, Joe Flacco's we don't this isn't even this isn't this isn't up for debate. Joe Flacco <laughs> Eli Manning's barely getting in. Yeah, it, right? Eli Manning's getting in on like by truly by the skin of his teeth. Yes. Like, not first ballot either. Or maybe first ballot because maybe, but like he's gonna get in because he did he has two those two historic <laughs> Super Bowl runs. Yeah. You know, and he longevity, he was an Iron Man for a long he played mm-hmm. a lot, like a lot of games and his stats are up there, you know, like total yards and stuff. I mean, his completion percentage interceptions, it's another story. 
Yeah. But, you know, bit. touchdowns and, and <laughs> yards yeah, he, and games played, he's up there for sure. And he'll but, make the Hall of yeah. long, cool story, Joe. long story short, I say flat, let Flacco go out week one. Let him play with his, against his former team at home. You know, it's the 9-11 anniversary. Go get New York a win. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Go get New York a win against Baltimore. You know, let who – the because the Jets have the Browns week two. So let Wilson come back. If he's healthy enough, let Wilson come back for that. The Browns aren't going to have, you know, Deshaun Watson, but they have, you know, they still have the rest of their fairly, you know, not stacked, but they still still do have a very good team. So let that, let that happen. Let that be Wilson's first challenge. They can send him into that game. Jets are already one and oh, you're setting him up for success. I think so. Let that play out. Let that be the game plan as of now. If he can't come back for week two, then sit him again. Like it's, it's there's no rush. Exactly. I mean, this is we're not expecting a Super Bowl right now. We're we just want progress for our young quarterback and to make sure that he used the right pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Flacco has looked great in practice, all of camp. Not even even before, um, you know, even before. So yeah, I I'm with you. I think that you. You wait until he's fully healthy. You make sure that the knee is structurally sound. It's strong. Everything that you need to do. I mean, just you take no risks with this sort of thing. Right. There's no point. You're you're just shooting yourself in the foot if you rush him back, you know, or the knee if you want to get technical. Um, So, yeah, I'm I'm with you. You know, he was out three to six weeks. There's a chance he could be back for week one for week one. Um, I only want that if like he re- somehow miraculously recovers in like three weeks. But even then, like it just doesn't feel right, you know. Like, it, it, like the timeline's like best case scenario is three to four weeks. Well, the season starts like four weeks in four weeks, right? Like twelve weeks from... I guess today, twenty six days. Yeah, so a little less, less than four, a little less than four weeks. Yeah, a little less than four weeks. Yeah, I I can't imagine that he recovers from his meniscus tear that quickly. Um, I think that he'll be. You know, it, 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 he'll be back. He'll be back right. to play most of the season, but there's no point in rushing him back. Um, let's stick on Wilson. Um, you know, he did have a drive. I don't even know if we can call it that, but he was out there uh, on the first drive, offensive drive of the of the preseason for the Jets, and he looked horrible. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, no just, he just like telegraphed a pick right to an Eagles defensive back and And also it also looked a little bit like Corey davis didn't really do much on that route like he probably should have come to the football but that's 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 not here nor there that's all on wilson like right to that defender and even the defender dropped it it's still yeah uh, there's no getting around that right i I will say this Salah was like even like he was even like i can't believe he threw that like so showed him on the sideline mouthing that he's like i can't like what like what (laughs) and i will say but i will say this the interception, as horrible as it was, I'm more concerned with the fact that he overthrew Garrett Wilson like a play or two before that. The plays that we the screened, route, right? was it? Yeah, the out route. You know, Garrett Wilson probably wouldn't, it would have only amounted to like, I don't know, four or five yards if that Eagles defender makes the tackle. But it's a pass you should make. It's the pass that like we saw him miss all the time pre-injury last season. These are the passes that he pretty much had, for the most part, fixed after he came back from the injury last last year. So why is he still doing that now? Uh, granted, it's the first preseason game. 
He hasn't played another, you know, team yet. So it's all, he's working off the rust here. But between the interception and then that, you know, overthrow, I mean, he only had two completions, one completion. I think both were the tight end. I think one was to Elijah Moore. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I was watching on my I was like half watching on my phone because I was out. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was just like over, like all, all around, just. Like, even before the injury, it just was not encouraging of Wilson, like, whatsoever. Should we be worried about Zach? No. Are you, are you worried about Zach? Are you starting to question Joe Douglas and Robert Sala um, and the, the process that is going on in Florham Park? No, I don't think so. I mean, they've certainly set himself up, set set him up for success this season with the additions that they've made on offense. Uh, so a lot more of this is on him. He's no longer a rookie. He's got, you know, pretty solid receivers. He's got Elijah Moore. He's got Garrett Wilson. He's got Braxton Berrios, his guy. He's got Corey Davis. Um, he's got two new tight ends, you know, CJ, three new tight ends. Uh, yeah. CJ Ozoma, Tyler Conklin, who's also apparently crushing in camp, Tyler Conklin. Uh, and Jeremy Ruckert, who shout out Jeremy Ruckert, got a touchdown on Friday night. Did he really? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you see. Wow, the, his dad the, must have been losing his mind. Video. You got to check that out. There's a video on, that he posted. I got to check that story. out. Yeah, I mean, it was it was like a little dinky pass, like you know, on the goal line that he got. But it was like it's still funny. From what, what's his name? Is it Mike the, White? No, the quarterback that came in after White. Oh, I don't even know. I, it was yeah, something I, I, I forget what his name is. Uh, but um, here, hold on, I look this up. But no, it was it was a funny like little video of Jeremy Ruckert's dad like you know screaming doing the Jets chant. Um, but yeah, no, he's got these like weapons now to work with. He's yeah. got what he needs to succeed. Um, it's what he has around him. Like most teams would be like, sign me up. Right, especially if you're talking about if your team has a rookie quarterback. Yeah, you know that's like okay, we're putting him into an amazing position. I think he's a better, a better. I think he's in a better situation than, than Justin Fields. I think he's in a better situation than Trevor Lawrence. Like, yeah. I, I think he's in a better situation than Mac Jones, in terms of the yeah. weapons around him. The weapons I, around him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel legitimately bad for Justin Fields. Have you seen their receivers? I feel bad for Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence too. They be, the Bears they best gave receiver. Christian, they gave Christian Kirk in, in Jacksonville. They gave Christian Kirk eighty million. They gave him so much money. Fuck them for that. A hundred, a hundred, like mil or whatever they gave him. Like it was, just, they, they, they reset the market with oh, that. The worst. Yeah. So, somehow the Jaguars ruined the fun for like every other team in the league. <laughs> I know. But I mean, field, yeah, field has no receivers. Uh, the Patriots don't have any like. They have like Darnell Mooney and. Yeah, the Bears have Darnell Mooney and. and that's it, really. Like, like they don't they ain't got anyone. Jacksonville. They don't even have DJ Shark anymore. No, no, they have Kirk. Um, they have uh, they have Lavisca Chenault still. Um, they have a tight end that I like. I forget his name. I guess I don't like him that much. Um, <laughs> I mean, starting uh, backs, they still have James Robinson, and then they'll finally get to see ETN. Yeah, ETN. You know, he yeah. didn't play at all last year. So, um, I think out of all the rookie quarterbacks from last season. The exception of maybe Trey Lance, who's now going to be the Niners guy, 
Yeah, I mean, Trey Lance is in the best position to use. Trey Lance, has, Trey Lance has. Besides Trey Lance, it's Zach Wilson who has the best yeah. weapons around him. The be, um, you know, maybe not the best coaching compared to like, you know, I mean, you're not going to beat Bill Belichick or, um, or Kyle Shanahan, uh, even Doug Peterson. Like he has, I trust Doug Peterson over Sala because Doug Peterson's won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. and like he won a Super Bowl with Nick fucking Foles. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I st- to answer my the, my own question, I guess. Is, uh, yeah, I, I still believe in the process. It's just I'm I'm definitely, but I'm definitely worried um, about Wilson. Um, I I'm worried that I mean he's missing of the the most important part of training camp. You know, like you're, you're missing. He's missing preseason games. He's missing tons of reps, and that's not what, what you want for your second year quarterback who didn't play even a full season in his rookie year. So this year. <laughs> yeah, and he won't play one this year either. So I mean, yeah, we also we could be overreacting, and okay. a bunch of idiot we're a bunch of idiots, and who knows? But I mean, you know, I my money's on that we're not overreacting. And my money's on us being just cautious. Yes, cautious with his health, cautious with getting our yeah. expectations up. Absolutely. All right. Um, we talked about Joe Flacco a little bit. Um, he looks elite. He was he was cooking today in practice, fourteen to seventeen, through lots of touchdowns, especially in the red zone. I thought saw he was four for four in one red zone drill. Um, so that's good. The offense is cooking with Joe Flacco, but that's also bad because the offense is cooking with Joe Flacco, and our defense is supposed to be better than this. Um, and the defense looked really bad. Against the Eagles, uh, <laughs> they did not. Um, <laughs> against the Eagles' first team offense, who I will say I am very high on this Eagles team, this offense, and this defense, but especially the offense. I'm a big fan of Jalen Hurts. Um, saw what he did last year, winning nine games. This team is, he has better weapons this year. You got AJ Brown, got your tier Devontae Smith. Um, the offensive line is one of the better ones in the league. And you got Miles Sanders. You got you got some good running backs. Uh, I like Sirianni and our defense was Swiss cheese. It was, it was tough to watch. Um, How concerned are we with this defense? I think they're a unit that's still learning how to play together. It's a lot of, you know, it's a couple young guys and it's a couple guys that are still coming from other teams. Yeah. Jordan Whitehead, uh, Reed, um, Carl Lawson's coming back. Reed was hurt. Lawson's coming off injury. Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's going to take them a little bit of time to, you know, learn each other's, like learn each other's motions and uh, all like the details about them, about each other when they're actually playing a different team, not just in training camp, not just in practice. So uh, I'm not totally hitting the panic button on them yet, but I think that I would think between them, like letting the Eagles march down the field, I was more frustrated uh, with Quincy Williams nearly taking Jalen Hurts' head off. That's who that was. Okay, yeah. that doesn't. That doesn't. I I wasn't sure who that was. That almost yeah, took Hurts' head off. That, yeah, that, I was like, I, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, oh, so, when you said that, I'm like, mm, that makes sense. <laughs> that explains that. And did you see the clip of Sirianni screaming? I'm sure, he was. I'm sure. Oh, he was sure screaming. He was. But he wasn't even. He was screaming. He was screaming at Salah from across the field. He's like, Salah, get control of your fucking guys. And he's screaming at him. And I'm like, yeah, that's deserved. That was was killed Jalen Hurts. Uh, Yeah, I I saw that. Williams came flying in like a freight train and just 
knocked him. I was like, you can't even, it's not even a moment where it's like, oh, well, he was still in bounds. I, no, he was very clearly out of bounds and out of the play. Three else, bounds. Yeah, like, somebody already like took him out too. Like they already like tackle. They were tack- mid tackle. Yeah, he was. He did of- not need to come in there. You got to have way more awareness. Isn't way- that an awareness rating? Is just. I mean, he was. I mean, we've talked about it a couple times. That his, yeah, he's like uh, he does like what's his name uh, from Mighty Ducks Two. You know Mighty Ducks Two, the guy that can yeah, the guy that can skate really really fast, just doesn't know how to stop. Yep. That's Quincy yeah. Williams. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he uh, he's like a chicken running around with his head cut off. Yeah, he just you know, like he, he's, he's he, oh, this is no, this, this is what I said the other day. He's he is the, the literal definition of all gas, no brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Solid, he's sitting down in a room, and be like, okay, everyone else to give me an all gas. You need some brakes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I meant it like in like a, it's a euphemism, Quincy. It's not. It's not, <laughs> it's not literal. <laughs> not taking it literally here. But you, you sometimes you need brakes, okay? <laughs> Otherwise, yellow flags come out, and we know what yellow flags mean. Those are penalties. Yeah. And it lets it lets teams extend drives and then score touchdowns. Yeah, we don't want that. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you know, I mean, you're, you're, you know what, Quincy? If you want us to stop talking about this, talk, talking about you like this, s- stop doing dumb shit. That's yeah. I mean, how it works. I will say that we didn't get a whole lot of sauce. You know, nothing really popped off the page about him. Not in a bad way or a good way, you know? Yeah. I think he was only out there for a drive. Uh, but apparently, I, from what I did see, because we were talking, um, I, ta- I pretty much had it turned off around halftime. You said, like, you know, you were out. And about so I mm-hmm. imagine you know you didn't watch the video. Yeah. I turned it back on once. Uh, Chris, I think his name is Chris Streven, Streven, the guy that was playing quarterback. Uh, after they took out Mike White, that uh, name went in one year, out the other. I'm never gonna remember it, and I'm, I'm I can't never gonna bother learning that- it because <laughs> why would I? I hope well, I never have to hear that name again. They might have to keep him up there while. Wilson comes back from injury. I mean, they're probably going to have to keep him at least up there in the practice squad, though. Um, but I will, I will say that a name that kept popping up from a lot of people talking about him, Michael Clemens. And yeah, I've heard, I've heard, heard that he... Too. He was playing well, you know? He was granted he was in with, like, you know, the, um, the Eagles backups, but he was, he was doing pretty well. He was out there. He was chasing down Gardner Minshew and whoever came in after Gardner Minshew. Um... So he was, yeah, he was definitely given a whole lot of effort showing that he was worth uh, the pick that the Jets uh, used on him. So I'm excited yeah. to see him kind of get in the rotation a little bit more, too. I saw Ulbrich say today that um, Jermaine Johnson's really coming along, too, yep. and really starting to learn a lot, which is good. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, I uh, didn't really see much from Garrett Wilson. Yeah. I think we'll see more next week against the Falcons. Um, not that that'll be like super impressive doing anything to them, but you know what? I want to see, I want to just see some, some stuff. Also Brees Hall. I mean, he didn't really hit get, and there was no push yeah. in the line. There was nothing, no holes. Um, he didn't really like jump off the page. Like everyone's been raving about him. Um, we may have a guest on next week, folks who, uh, could provide us some insight on a bunch of these guys. So Deeper that'll be, that we can. That'll be good uh, if we can get them, um, and it's looking like we'll, we'll probably be able to. We're hopeful. Hopefully, our schedules will work out. Um, all right, let's. Uh, anything else on uh, the, this this preseason game that we, neither of us really watched fully? <laughs> I kind of wish. Uh, I mean, 
Mike White. I think he's Mike White. I think people got to stop hyping up the guy after, you know, the Bengals game last season. Did he he's look fine. terrible? Like, did he, he look terrible? He looked terrible, but he didn't look like everyone's screaming and clamoring. Some people were saying that he should start over Flacco. But, like, I don't understand why people are thinking that. It doesn't make sense. Mike White's a third-string quarterback for a reason. I mean, yeah. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. Well, it's, you know what? You know what? Well, he, he could have been something more. We'll never know. He got hurt in that – was that the Lions game that happened? What was the uh, game he got hurt? The Colts game. The Colts. That's what it was. That's what I mean. Let, let, let them on a fantastic drive down the field and threw a touchdown on the play he got hurt. So Yeah. yeah that, that was tough. That was tough. tough. Um, but I got a touchdown out of Elijah Moore there for fantasy. So yeah, actually, he had two touchdowns that night. Yeah, one from good. Mike White, one from Josh Johnson. Oh yeah, Josh Johnson. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Didn't he play in a playoff game last year or something? Like I think so. He played because he was playing. Yeah, he was playing for someone after the Jets. He got and like the, he got in, and I was like, oh my god, that's ex-Jet quarterback. Yeah, Josh Johnson's playing for Denver now. What was he last year after us? Let's see. Oh, my God. Really, I just opened up. I know. He's, he's played how, on like 15 teams. How many teams he's been on? I think uh, we, we, we did this last year. We, yeah. we played this game. But well, the Ravens signed him. Yeah, the Ravens, I think. He's, they signed him off. Uh, no, he didn't play in a playoff game, but the Ravens signed him off the practice squad in December. But he, he started week 16 against the Bengals. Because Lamar Jackson and Tyler Lamar Jackson was hurt and Tyler Huntley had COVID. Who won so that game? They lost they lost forty one to twenty one to Cincinnati. Oh, so well. he had but he had he went twenty eight for forty with for three hundred and four yards and two touchdowns and interception. So, so it wasn't his fault. The defense just Josh, didn't do his job. Josh Johnson, you know, still did his job. <laughs> and now he's on Denver. So Yeah. All right. Um Couple things left. Dwayne Brown. Dwayne Brown. Woo! We got. <laughs> we got a. Is, I don't even. Is he gonna play right tackle, left, left tackle? tackle? Is is they're, is is healthy? They already moved Fant back to right tackle. I think. Really? Yeah, I think so. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Huh. <laughs> it's like he kind of sucked ass at right tackle. So like, <laughs> um, you know. I hope we're okay. I hope we're uh. <laughs> I, hope we're, I hope we're okay. <laughs> I hope we know what we're doing here. <laughs> I mean, we might not have a choice. I mean, I guess Dwayne Brown can't play right tackle, but you know, the tackles didn't look too hot Friday night either. You know, they were kind of uh, allowing uh, too many pressures. Wait a second. So, Sorry, I'm on Twitter right now. And I just saw something that blew my mind. Uh-oh. Lawrence Cager led all Jets receivers in the first preseason. He's still on the team. Oh, yeah. Not only that, he's a tight end now. End. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he had, a, he had the highest grade of any Jets player. He had a 92.7. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Sorry for interrupting, but I saw that and I was like, what the Lawrence hell? Lawrence Cager. Oh, man. That brings me back. Well, if I, also, yeah, the fact that he, he's a tight end. I think that I think he made the switch going into this season and he became a tight end. I think you're right. All right I'm looking up Dwayne Brown. I'm going to see if who's talking about Dwayne Brown on Twitter right now. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, there's no awkwardness between coming to play. Oh, he's coming in to play left tackle. All right. I guess he he says there was no awkwardness between him and Font with Brown coming in to play left tackle. The situation, the way it played out, it's not easy for anybody, but he's handled it greatly. You mean handled it well? Yeah. I'm grateful for it. I it, He's handled it great, gratefully. I'm grateful for it. <laughs> Come on, man. Come We're on. friends before anything. All right. Um, cited the Jets' talent and potential and his previous experience with Robert Sala were big reasons why he chose to sign with them. It was a great fit, he said. We realized the way our line is set up now, we had the potential to be a really good one, and he's embraced it. Talking about Font. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope so, man, because... Uh, oh, and there's some footage from Paul Andrew Esden Jr. Do you follow that guy, Boy Green, 25? I don't think so. He's like this big, big Jets fan. The Manchild Show with Boy Green on the score, 1260. SUNY Oswego, host of the Jet Zone, New York Jets digital reporter for Heavy on Sports. So this guy, like, he posted a video of Dwayne Brown doing uh, individual drills. I, I, there, I'm not even kidding. There's nothing more boring than watching individual offensive lineman drills. Yeah. It's, like, it's, that is, that it's is, not. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather eat. You know, I mean, you covered yes. actual, you know, college football teams. Can't be that exciting. Guys hitting sleds. Not even that. It's just him like, like <laughs> exploding backwards. Like, <laughs> like he's not doing anything. Oh yeah. Let's see. Hold on. Who the heck is talking? I guess there was a live stream of him. I don't even know. Um, Yeah, I mean, he got... Everybody loves this contract. Um... Yeah, Rosenblatt said he was just doing conditioning today. Yeah. Um, they'll probably do team drills Thursday. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, he's he's one of the better tackles we've had in a while, and the Jets need it. It's it's it really is sad what happened to Beckton. He is uh, uh broken. What was it? He broke his. So yeah, broke like his kneecap or something. Yeah. yeah. It's not good. I feel terrible for him back-to-back years. He's out for the season. Um, it, and it might be time to move on. I mean, I don't know. I, I saw Willie Colon say that he went through something similar. Um, he can still salvage his career, I'm sure. He's, But he's yeah. a big guy, and it's going to be a really tough – it's going to be a really, really tough uh, journey back. So, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I'm rooting for the guy. I'm rooting for him. I but I think they'll, you know, next year's a make-or-break year with the team, you know. That he's going to miss two complete seasons almost of playing football. You know, he played for I don't know how long in that week one against Carolina game. Uh, wasn't long, yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, so that's, yeah, that's two seasons completely missed essentially. So um, what the Justice have to do in a draft it will be interesting. Have you? So, like, the big thing last year was like, it was like Carl Lawson's just eating him alive. Right. Right. Have you like heard Carl Lawson's name mentioned a lot on social media? Like having a crazy good camp, like he had last year. Uh, I think I've heard. Yeah, 
I think I've heard, you know. Or is he just facing better offensive linemen and not facing a revolving door in Beckton? Something tells me that it's probably a mixture of both. Uh, but at the same time, I keep looking up practice reports and it's like the Jets are like a revolving door again and they're giving up a ton of sacks in practice, you know, quote unquote sacks. They gave up four today. Or, no, 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 sorry. It's two. It's well, two today. No, speak of, speak of the devil, Carl Lawson. Um, Max Mitchell, who's going to be part of this rotation probably a little bit, he allowed one and a half sacks to Carl Lawson today. So, uh, then other defenders to get sacks on Tuesday, Sheldon Rankins, Jermaine Johnson, Bryce Huff, and Bradley Anai all got sacks today. So, not great. Uh, I think the two guards on the line are good. ABT, Tomlinson, um, Connor McGovern, I think will get lifted up by the two tackles. It's, it's the uh, two guards, rather. I think the tackles are what? we should be most concerned about. Yeah, Samini said today, Ulbrich sees, quote, glimpses of the old Carl the last two or three right. days of practice. Carl Lawson sacked Joe Flacco in his first pass attempt, beat back Max Mitchell. Carl Lawson blew up a reverse from Flacco to Moore on the backfield, got there fast. So all, yeah, these are all from today. I mean, these are all from today. Um, this is, as of yesterday, he had ten, like ten sacks or something so far. Like he had a bunch of sacks in camp. He didn't play at all on Friday, but yeah, Lawson didn't play, which I know he was annoyed with Salah about. Uh, apparently, it was like a last minute thing that he told him uh, that he wasn't going to play. So, I, I oh, okay, I was excited to go in, but maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that's why our defense looks so horrendous. <laughs> they really, yeah, they really got hurts too much. I mean, yeah. so hold on, let me see what this is. Uh-oh. Let's see. I guess I'll keep the show going while he's while he's going to check his door. I'm exci- personally I'm excited. Personally I'm excited about what I'm going to see from from Carl Lawson. I'm excited about what I'm going to see from Dwayne Brown. Um I think we're going to get the best look at what this team is going to be when we face the Falcons all of preseason. We're not going to see anything really in week 3. Um but thing is the most important guy is out wilson's out wilson is out like like, this falcons the preseason game which like should be like a a glimpse into what they're going to look like this year it's not really (laughs) going to matter like i don't really know like what to like i mean i i guess i can we can look at the offensive line we can look at the and, and the defense but other and like, are the receivers creating separation? Uh, but I couldn't care less about what Joe Flacco is doing. I mean, I know if I think it would be nice. I think it'd be nice to win Week One. Obviously, it would be week great one of the season. Week one. Yeah, of the season. Yeah, uh, no, I, I really am going into Week One, not expecting, but really hoping. I I want to see them win that game. I want to. I we know what Flacco can do, so I'm not going in to watch. I'm not watching that game for him. I'm watching the game for Brees Hall for Michael Carter. Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. I'm watching it for those guys. Like you said, can they create separation? Are they you're talking you know, Falcons, right? Are you talking Falcons? Or are you talking? I'm talking I mean, it, it goes for both. Like I mean, yeah, it's like it the second preseason game at this point is basically like you're going to play like a bunch of series, and you're going to it's going to be the closest you'll see to what like the, the regular season team should be looking like. You know, right. Right. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, Saint, I, my, I'm with this, I'm with you with with the with the Falcons and with the the Ravens. You know, we know what we know what Joe Flacco is, um, and maybe he has a little bit of a resurgence with this coaching staff. Maybe they're like, all right, like we we know what you can do, and you know, just make the right decisions, and we're gonna look pretty good. Um, I mean, I will say he played. He started what two games with the Jets last year? Yeah, and he was. Okay. They traded for him again when Wilson got hurt originally. But White had to start the Bengals game because Flacco Wasn't had just gotten traded back to them. Right. Um, I'm okay. You know, listen, I'm okay with him going in um, into Baltimore. I'm not really ter- terrified of the Ravens. Um, nah. I picked us to lose to them <laughs> in our preseason. I think I did too. <laughs> in, our, in our preseason preview, like like a couple weeks ago. But like, yeah. you know, who knows? I, I don't know what to expect. I mean, he could just go crazy because it's his former team, and I don't know if he's played his former team since he's left. So um, that would so be that, that could be fun. But I guess the question I want to ask is: Do we care about anything going on in this Falcons game? So, yeah, like I was just kind of going over before. I'm looking to see what the young guys can do. If Carl Lawson plays, I'd love to see what you know if he goes out there for a series. He goes if, he, if Carl Lawson went out there, and I. Who's playing quarterback for the Falcons these days? Marcus Mariota. Mariota or Desmond Ritter. Right, right. So they did. Uh, they did draft a, a rookie. Yeah. But um, yeah, if Carl Lawson goes out there and plays a series and gets a sack on Marcus Mariota or whoever's playing quarterback, that'd be pretty sweet. I want to see Quan Alexander. Yeah. And Mosley try to handle Pitts. Yep. Apparently they have another crazy talented tight end, like ridiculous athlete who would be starting on like any other team. Right. Um, They're not gonna have Calvin Ridley. They won't. Have, no, they won't. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the Falcons are gonna be bad this year. Um, but you know what? I mean that should mean that this that this the Jets should like both our first team offense and defense should look great against them. Exactly. Like they should in theory. So we'll see. All right. Um, I think that'll do it for us this week. We should have a, a very fun episode next week. We'll keep you all posted. Um, Connor, any final thoughts? Um, get better soon, Zach. Yes, please. We'd like to oh. see you play again. Um, what is it you, uh, you guys say? Uh, Hail Mary or like Our Father, something like that? That's right. Yeah, uh, the Our Father, Hail Mary. Um, glory be. Uh, yeah, I seen Creed. <laughs> I'm pointing to the sky right now, guys. <laughs> yeah, we got all our prayers. Yeah, you say you know. See, I don't, I don't know the Jewish stuff. <laughs> um, I went to Catholic school for eight years, so <laughs> I'm embarrassing myself right now. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna try. Uh, <laughs> Get, be- get get well soon, Zach. Get well soon. Um, all right. Uh, so that'll do it for us this week on the Jetstream. If you want to listen to any previous episodes, you can do so by searching the Jetstream on anywhere you listen to podcasts: Apple, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, Spotify. Um, I think that's it. I think, I think that's it. Yeah. Nice. I got them. Um, <laughs> started saying Spotify. Spotify was your biggest one for the. Long- I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> and uh, anything Gotham Sports Network related, you can go to GothamSN.com or you can find us on Twitter at GothamSN. Um, 
you know, we have, I think Nick wrote a, uh, something on the Rangers recently. Um, Mets. We got Mets stuff. Our boy Blakey is, uh, was putting out his college football preview stuff. Um, go check that out. He knows his stuff. Blake's good. Yeah. Blake, Blake spends a lot of time figuring out all the stuff for gambling. He's, he's good at what he does. Um, and yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter for some reason, you can do so at Jesse Finver. Uh, and Connor, where can they find you? At the NJ Mick. Why are you the NJ Mick? Because I'm Irish and I'm from New Jersey, Jesse. Hell yeah, you are. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, folks, that's it for us. Go Jets. Peace. <laughs>